Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this evening's podcast. Uh, I got some stuff to talk about this evening and uh, sorry I haven't been on for a while, but uh, work has been crazy and long, long days um, of uh, training and so Oh my goodness, um, it's a little difficult. Uh, I'm not used to sitting down for eight hours a day, so it's kind of hard on me. <laughs> Plus, I have my regular furry customers. Uh, I'll get along with little doggies, and so I have my little uh, dog customers in the morning and in the evening. So uh, it's been about 12-hour days for me, so I do apologize, you guys. But, you know, y'all have all been watching the news and seeing all that hatred, the Jews, hatred of the Jews coming from the uh, liberal left. Here in the United States of America, I do apologize um, for those. We don't really claim those people here in the United States. I wish they'd just pack up and move somewhere. You know, they might be a little bit better off if they wanted to go and, uh, you know, sit with Hamas and, you know, maybe, you know, see what they thought about that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, guys, wickedness. Just I never thought I would see the day where people would be cheering for the atrocities. Um that Hamas has been doing. And so um, God bless Israel and I uh, pray they continue fighting for their freedom, fighting for their security. And you're going to hear a lot of this coming up in the news here, coming around uh, peace and security, peace and security. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about that because the Bible talks about that. Jesus talked about that. When they say peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them upon like a, a labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. So if you are not a Bible believing born again Christian, today is the day of salvation. I would not wait another second millisecond. You don't got to be anywhere. You don't got to be in a church. You don't got to be in a pastor. You don't got to be anywhere. Nowhere. You and God is a personal relationship. And so nobody can do that relationship for you. Your mama and your grandmama. Now, they can't do that. It's your responsibility. We are all accountable. We are all accountable for ourselves and our own decisions. I know the world doesn't teach that, but it's true. It is true. You know, I can't stand before God one day and say, well, my mama, my mama prayed for me. Yeah, he's going to say, yeah, your mama did pray for you, but you didn't pray for yourself and you didn't ask. So it is a free gift. All you have to do is ask. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? While we look at these Islamists over here and the Hamas and all these terrorist groups and jihads and all of this stuff going on, you know what strikes me is that they have to die for their God. And, you know, who knows? They may or may not be accepted. But one thing I do know is that my God died for me. Jesus is all man, all God, and he died for for me, he died for you. He died for anyone that would ask him to save them. So with that, guys, like I said, you can be on your couch eating Cheetos. You can be driving down the road. Love a rainy night. You guys remember how Eddie Rabbit? Love a rainy night. Anyway, um, you can be anywhere. Anywhere. I Anywhere. It doesn't matter. The only thing that does matter is that you and I both know you are a sinner because I know I'm a sinner. I'm a wretched sinner. 
what's his name? I love him with Wretched Radio. Oh. Anyway, we are all sinners. And we all deserve hell. We deserve death. And then the wages of sin is death. So, but you can escape that. I mean, you're not going to escape death, but you can escape hell. And so uh, today I implore you to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. You repent of your sins, which means you turn away. Turn away from your sin. Sin means to miss the mark. And so, hello, we've all missed the mark. If you've ever told a lie, whoop, you've sinned, separated from God. And uh, we're all born into sin. And so, thanks, Eve. Anyway, so (laughs) I have a bone to pick with her one of these days. Nah, I don't think it's really going to matter. Praise the Lord when we get to heaven. Um, You know, I tell you what, uh, my God died for me. And if you're a born again Christian, he died for you. He died for everybody. But if you accept him, then you are saved. There's no special nothing you got to do. <laughs> There's no nothing. You don't have to say the little sinner's prayer. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> you're about to die. Say you're cra- your plane is crashing. You're like, what's the sinner's prayer? You know, that'd be horrible on your way down. I don't know. Yeah, that's terrible. And so like the Billy Grahams of the world, they taught that. Just say this little prayer and, you know, God's going to... You see, everything's going to be rainbows and butterflies, you know. If you listen to these health, wealth, and prosperity teachers, boy, that's what they preach. Oh, yeah. You just sold that seed into my ministry, and God is going to whatever. Don't listen to don't listen to that garbage. Here in Texas, we call that BS. That is BS. You go to the pasture out there, that is bull beep. Yes. And so there you have it. Bull poo poo. Okay, that is BP. We'll just call it BP for now. Bull poo poo. Okay, so uh, don't get in caught up into all that. He just didn't have enough faith for God to heal him. Really? Really? <laughs> you know what? No, that's, that's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And uh, don't listen to that garbage. Don't. Uh, tell you what, go get you a Bible. That's all you really need is a Bible. And you can refute all of these people out there saying, you just don't have enough faith. You just sold that seed into my ministry. God's going to bless you. You accept Jesus today. It's going to be rainbows and butterflies. And oh my goodness, you're not going to be able to contain yourself. Whatever. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. My Bible tells me that um, I have to pick up my cross daily and follow Jesus Christ that trials and tribulations will come I can guarantee you that yeah you know, the Bible tells us we're gonna have trials and tribulations and uh, he also told me that if the world hated Jesus they're gonna hate me too and that's true so if you're living your Christian life and boy you're just living that best life now like Joe Osteen told you oh my goodness and you're listening to all these these um divine feminine women you know out there saying that they're pastors and they're preachers and they're just telling you and they have these little buzzwords that they're using then you need to go over and visit old brother spencer smith's youtube channel and you need to listen to third adam you need to watch all of his episodes and he's going boom third adam the rise of the divine feminine oh my goodness gracious that is happening today why don't you go check out Pastor Billy Crone at getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com and go check him out. And he's going to tell you a little thing or two about all this going on, too. Oh, you want to know about the Freemasons? I know everybody thinks they're such good people. Let me tell you something. My grandfather was a 33rd Mason. So, yes, I know. Trust me, you don't got to tell me. They're wicked. Uh, they're very wicked. The Freemasons are very wicked. 
Yes, an Eastern star. My grandmother was an Eastern star. So you don't got to tell me. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. And I thought my grandmother was, and she probably was, but she's the most golly woman I know. You know, not my mamaw. My mamaw. She was not into any of that garbage. Um, She was the most golly woman I knew. But my grandmother, the other side, she was. And I had gone, and literally, folks, I did. I'd gone to a couple of those Eastern Star uh, meetings. I did. I just knew something was wrong. I said, something is not right here. Now, I liked all the work they did in the community. They did all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but something something was amiss, folks. <laughs> I'll just tell you. I went to a couple of them, and I'm like, mm, this is odd. So I never went back. But anyway, uh, go watch uh, Freemason um, from uh, Pastor Billy Crone. He's going to break it down for you. We just did uh, Bible study numero uno, and that was this past Wednesday. And so just hop on the train with us and ride along with this Bible study, and you're going to learn a lot. Uh, I've done a lot of research into Freemasonry and stuff like that, and that's why I know it's wicked and sinful. Um, get out the Shriners, all that stuff, folks. Get out. Get out of that. Um, you know, they're like, well, you know, they do all this. I don't care what they think they do or what kind of good work they really do. But if you know what's going on, you don't want any part of that. And if you're a Christian, get out of that. So anyway, that's all I got to say on that tonight, folks. But we do have a couple articles that I want to discuss with you guys. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of, you know, what I normally do. But anyway, Hamas massacres the new face of gun control. You do this opener, folks. And tell me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> you know, it was posted on the 21st of uh, October. And uh, you guys can always go to olivetreeviews.org. Jan has an RSS feed there. And she grabs all these great headlines and brings them onto her website. Awesome possum, guys. So the number of Israelis killed in the terrorist attack is over 1,400. How many of those deaths could have been averted had more Israelis owned guns? Israel has draconian gun control laws worse than those in New York City. Only 3% of Israeli citizens own guns compared to about 32% of U.S. citizens. Folks, I didn't know that until all this happened. And um, I was like, you got to be kidding me. By the way, just a big huge update for you folks out there. If you've been following along in the podcast here recently, my pastor has... Um, land he was he landed in Dubai I believe it was yesterday either Friday or Thursday and he will be home uh Sunday evening this coming or tomorrow he'll be home tomorrow good lord willing and I'm praying so uh so if you guys have been listening and following along there you have it but I had no idea that Israelis didn't because you always see them with God always thought ever I thought every Israeli owned a gun um, I know they all had to serve in the military. I thought, well, shoot, they all just take them guns home with them. You know, I guess not. I guess not. Um, I, I, that's what I honestly thought. Israel was like Texas, like everybody got a gun. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I was wrong. So then you see what could happen. Because I was like, how in the how in the world? Could you imagine something like this happening in Texas? Them coming house? We blow their butts away. I'm like, Seriously? You step foot on my property, buddy. You're gone. You know, we have rights here in Texas to challenge you. And no, if you do live in Texas and you've ever heard somebody tell you, if somebody tried to break into your house, they bust your window. They're coming. You have to shoot them and then drag them into your house. That is a lie. You don't have to do that. shoot them, drop them dead right where they stand. Boom. There you have it. 
If it's three o'clock in the morning and you're trying to get in my window, I'm sorry, but that's going to be the last window you ever get into because <laughs> uh, you're not going to, you're, you're, you better, uh, you better hope you're a Christian because you're going to meet Jesus. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Because if it comes down between me and you, it's going to be me. Okay. Um, I have fur babies in my house and I'll protect them like I would my kids. <laughs> so there you have it. So Jack Hibbs is telling everybody why the Jews must turn to Jesus now. Hibbs says that Israel is now fighting its greatest war since the Holocaust. Soon it will not only be against Hamas, but others like Iran, China, and Russia will join in, as well as countries like Turkey and Syria. The odds, he says, will be overwhelming. It's why Christian intercession for Jews is not only a duty, but also should be a priority for believers. And folks, that is so true. Um, I'm reading through the Charles Stanley Daily Bible. I know people can say, he's a neo, whatever. No, I know. He's a neo-evangelical. You know what? I love Charles Stanley. I loved him. Still do. He is uh, with the Lord Jesus right now, I can guarantee you. And uh, he is worshiping with the Lord. And his son, on the other hand, is an apostate. Unfortunately, I always wish that Andy, Stan, I mean Andy, that Charles Stanley would have called his son out as the apostate that he is, but Charles never did, and I feel bad about that. Um, but I love Charles Stanley, so anyway, I'm reading through his daily Bible, and uh, we're reading through Jeremiah. So I'm in uh, Jeremiah 24, 26 right now, and as I'm reading through Jeremiah, and it's, and I I know this sounds crazy, but it's like what is going on in Israel right now? I'm like, what? Is you're reading up through the end of uh, end of um, Isaiah into um, Jeremiah, and I'm like, wow! And it was kind of funny. I had thought this a couple weeks ago or a few days ago, and um, Pastor JD Farag actually mentioned it on his prophecy update, and he said, you know what's happening is, you know, if you go back and you read your Old Testament, and he goes, and you got to remember, Israel has not ever acknowledge that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. They put him to death and they've never, they've, they've never accepted him as their Messiah. So they are still living against the Lord. When you think about that, I was like, wow. So anyway, if you have some time, you know, pull up the end of Isaiah and read Isaiah and Jeremiah and then kind of think about what's going on right now. Like, whoa. So yes, we definitely need to pray that the Jews will turn to Jesus right now. My sister-in-law was I mean anyway she is she's Jewish and so but she's a messianic Jew which means she believes that Jesus Christ is her Messiah and he is our Messiah and so that's wonderful that's an that's a wonderful thing I tell you what so the son of Hamas co-founder is uh, says Israel is doing Palestinian people the greatest favor this is from pg media and he says masab hassan youssef the son of one of hamas's founders sat down for an interview with fox news host brian kilmian and he said that israel destroying and dismantling hamas is a great gift to the palestinian people he says youssef and his family converted to christianity after they all witnessed firsthand the horrific acts and beliefs of hamas in action so there you go folks um and another thing uh, i i kind of feel bad about calling them cockroaches i do uh, these are people made in the image of God. I had to repent about that. And your pastor, J.D. Farag, had said the same thing. He goes, you know, when people were calling these people animals, like all this stuff, he goes, these are people created in God's image. And um, they are following a false God. And uh, and he's right. He He's absolutely right. And our prayer should be that they get saved, too, because God doesn't want anybody to perish. 
um, and go to hell forever. I know the atrocities. And, you know, it's coming out now, the drugs that they're giving um, these people that are going across and fighting. Um, you know, of course, you know, they give them, you know, uh, Agent Orange. Okay, hello, the United States was... Our government did that too. Uh, met that it's all kinds of stuff because you know you can't really. Uh, I don't think you could possibly comprehend what you're doing, or you would even want to comprehend. But um, I know these these things are horrific, and uh, you know, and I do. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have called you know them animals and uh, you know cockroaches. That was terrible because they are. They are people created in God's image, and we should pray that they would get saved and repent of what they've done, and. Um, you know, because a lot, a lot could be changed in the world um, if people would accept Jesus Christ and repent of their sinful, wicked ways. And um, I mean, go back through the Bible and look at the, Nineveh. Nineveh was an evil, I mean, evil city. They were probably just like these terrorists, Hamas terrorists going out and doing these brutal killings. And they did the same thing. And they were, oh my goodness. Remember, Jonah refused to even go. He's like, no, he wanted them to go to hell. He wanted them to burn like that. He did. He wanted them to suffer because God was going to pour his wrath. But God would repent. I mean, he would relent. And he did, if you remember. So, I mean, we got to, you know, I know it doesn't make sense to us, especially to me. I know. Um, But what the Bible commands us to do, ah, we need to do it, you know. So Iran raises black flag over one of the world's largest mosques in an ominous sign. So uh, in Iran, a black flag has been ominously raised above the Iman Riza Mosque. There's been a lot of debate about what this could mean. In the contemporary Islamic movement, the black flag is used to evoke notions of jihad and of reestablishing the Islamic Caliphate. It can also be used as a symbol in Islamic uh, eschatology, heralding the uh, advent of the Islamic Mahdi, where armies of Muslims will carry the black banner forwards as they march forward to establish the Mahdi's caliphate. So, folks, if you are not um, versed in that, like I say one more time, you can go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, uh, and listen to Pastor Billy Crone. He's got Bible studies on Islam. And so you may want to go check that out because it's going to be a huge idea of what their eschatology is. Because, you know, we have eschatology in the Bible, too, and our Bible is true and correct, and there's none of them like that. Um, but all these other ones, they try, but they're not. Only our God, God Almighty Jehovah, knows the end from the beginning he knows everything it is amazing because when you think about up in heaven there is no time like here time is a construct here on earth Um, but it doesn't apply to god and uh, he always was and he always will be and for us in our finite minds it's hard for us to understand we can't understand eternal we just really can't like our brain can say that like i can say that because i remember when i was a kid my mom always said well you're gonna be with jesus forever and I was like, forever? She's like, yeah, forever. I was like, forever and ever? She's like, yeah, forever and ever. And I sit there and think like, forever and ever. Like, to me, it was like, it just blew my mind. And I got scared. I was like, that's a long time. There's like no end. Yeah, I kept thinking there's no end, you know? Because like here on earth, we know there's an end. Like we're going to die, you know? But then there's eternity after death. And so, but I just kept thinking forever and ever. I don't know if any of you guys ever thought that when you were kids, but it still blows my mind. But anyway. That's uh, that's neither here nor there. So we're going to jump into this article. This is prophecynewswatch.com. 
And uh, of course, it's by one of my favorites, you know, Michael Snyder from the Economic Collapse blog. And he posted it today, October the 21st. This is a Saturday for some of us, Sunday for some of you guys. So anyway, all the signs are telling us that a war between Israel and Hezbollah is imminent. And once it begins, the United States and Iran will inevitably get sucked into the conflict as well. We are literally talking about an apocalyptic scenario, and that is going to have enormous implications for all of us. So I'm going to pause right there and just, you know, throw this this little, you know, thing out there because, you know, I always tell you guys, you better get you some food. You better get you some food. I'm telling you. Oh, folks, things are going to get bad. Anyway, back to the article. Um, Hezbollah has an arsenal of 130,000 missiles that it can launch at in at Israeli cities. Iran possesses even greater firepower than Hezbollah does. And the Israelis have quite a few surprises up their sleeves. He says, I will just leave it at that for now. As this war evolves, the entire world will be shocked by the death and destruction that we witness. Unfortunately, there's no turning back now. He says, on Wednesday, the foreign ministers of Saudi Arabia and Iran met in Jeddah. Saudi, uh, uh, Saudi foreign minister Prince Faisal bin Farhan, I'm sorry guys if I, you know, I'm just a girl from Texas, I try. Anyway, met his Iranian counterpart, Hussein, or Hussein Amir Abdahalian on the sidelines of a meeting of the Organization of Islamic Cooperation in Jeddah, where they discussed the current military escalation in Gaza and surrounding areas. The kingdom's foreign ministry said on X, Based on what they have been hearing from the Iranians, the Saudis must believe that a war between Israel and Hezbollah is imminent because they have instructed their citizens to leave Lebanon immediately. Saudi Arabia calls on its citizens to abide by the travel advisory to Lebanon and for those in the country to immediately leave. The Saudi embassy in Lebanon said it was closely following developments in South Lebanon, calling on all citizens to adhere to the travel ban and to leave Lebanese territory immediately for those who are currently in Lebanon. The United States State Department also seems convinced that big trouble is brewing. The U.S. is elevating its travel advisory and allowing non-emergency personnel to leave Lebanon after the embassy in Beirut was targeted by pro-Palestinian protesters who started a fire at the complex. U.S. military groups deployed smoke and gas to disperse the protesters who gathered at the embassy following an attack on a hospital in Gaza. Hours after the protests began, the State Department issued the travel advisory. The department authorized the voluntary, uh, voluntary temporary departure of family members of United States government personnel and some non-emergency personnel from the United States Embassy Beirut due to unpredictable security situations in Lebanon, the announcement read. This is likely just the first step toward a full evacuation of the U.S. Embassy in Beirut. Israel also appears to be preparing for war with Hezbollah to erupt. As I discussed yesterday, he said, uh, 28 towns and communities along Israel's northern border are being evacuated. On the other side of that border, there are reports that peacekeepers are evacuating in anticipation of the coming conflict. Arab and Iranian social media channels are publishing footage in which allegedly UNIFIL or the UNIFL sources, the peacekeepers in southern Lebanon are urgently evacuating their base in Aquara on the border with Israel in anticipation of war. In this world, what do people actually do is far more important than what they say. And right now, everyone is telling us the exact same thing by their actions. In Iran, a black flag has been obviously raised above the Imam Reza Mosque. There has been a lot of debate about what this could mean. And of course, we've already talked about that. So we're going to skip on down. 
to this other part here. What? Without a doubt, he says, it certainly isn't a good sign to have a black flag flying on top of one of the world's largest mosques. In a historic and unprecedented move, a black flag has been hoisted above the illuminated Razavi Dome of the Imam Riza Mosque complex in Iran. A stark departure from tradition as it's outside of Muharram, the month of mourning in the Islamic calendar. The Imam Riza Mosque uh, complex in Mashhad, Iran, home to the mausoleum of Imam Riza, also known as Ali Al-Rida, is an iconic religious complex and the largest mosque in the world by era by area. At this stage, it is difficult to imagine a scenario in which a full-blown regional war does not erupt. In the United States, military has brought a lot of firepower into the region in case that happens. The United States is amassing a war machine in the Middle East and a clear message to Iran to stay on the sidelines as Israel prepares to launch a ground invasion into Gaza to destroy the terror group Hamas. Within hours of the horrific onslaught on Israel by Hamas on October 7th, the U.S. began moving warships, jets, and special forces to the area. Two aircraft carriers, including the world's largest, the USS Gerald R. Ford, have been sent to the eastern Mediterranean, along with scores of planes that could carry out airstrikes. If the United States is forced to help defend Israel against Hezbollah, there will be widespread support from across political spectrum. Of course, there would also be exceptions, but overall, most con- most members of Congress support U.S. military action if that becomes necessary. For example, during an appearance on Meet the Press, U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham had some very threatening words for both Iran and Hezbollah. I don't know if you've ever seen Lindsey Graham, but he doesn't seem very threatening. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, and I don't trust him as far as I could throw him, So, which is probably not very far. Anyway, but this is what he says. Here's my message. If Hezbollah, which is a proxy of Iran, launches a massive attack on Israel, I would consider that a threat to the state of Israel, existential in nature, he added. Graham said he would introduce a resolution in the Senate to allow military action by the United States in conjunction with Israel to knock Iran out out of the oil business. In a direct message to Iran, he said, Iran, if you escalate this war, we're coming for you. Unfortunately, such threats are not causing Hezbollah to back down. In fact, there were more clashes among northern, uh, Israel's northern border on Wednesday. Hezbollah said it, it attacked five locations on Wednesday, including in, in Israeli barracks in Za'aret, and it uh, in a position across the border from Lebanon's Ras Nakora area using guided missiles in several of the strikes. The Israeli army said it was responding to shots fired at its military posts in the area of Zerat and also responding after militants fired anti-tank, anti-tank missiles towards um, Israel's kibbutz uh, Manara and Rosh Nikaria uh, near the border. Rosh Ha Nikra, I'm sorry, near the border. Uh, the army said it would continue to strike terror targets uh, belonging to the Hezbollah terrorist organization. We were warned way in advance that this was coming. Now the great Middle East war is here. The Iranians have hoisted a black flag above the largest mosque, and it appears that things are about to break loose in a major way. Folks, I agree with Michael. Uh, do you, I agree with old Michael Snyder there that things are about to um, about to get serious? Um. So one thing I can tell you guys is if uh, if you're not saved, today is the day of salvation. I wouldn't wait another moment. We know things over there are extremely tense. And uh, people are like, is he Ezekiel 38 and 39 or no, 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 no. Have you read your Bible? Just want to tell you, a lot of people can see a lot of things, 
But if you read your Bible and you actually read Ezekiel 38 and 39, then you will know that this is not that war. Now, could it lead to that war? Absolutely. But is it right now? No, it's not. Because right now the United States has a massive, a massive amount um, of uh, munitions and personnel and intelligence. And we are backing Israel to the max. Uh, and so that right there tells you that it can't be because when this, this war happens, it'll be absolutely apparent. Nobody, nobody will come to the defense of Israel. So there are other chatter going on out there. Some other folks talking about, um, that the United States is not really on Israel's side, that this whole thing is just like a front. And, uh, I'll let you guys find those articles on your own. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I pray that that is not true. Absolutely pray that's not true. Um, if you guys are, um, let me see, if you're familiar with Michelle Bachman here in the United States, she's got some pretty good things to say about what's going on right now. Um, and so I'll listen to her today, this morning. Um, and so if not, you might want to um, see if you can uh, find her, some of her latest stuff. But Sunday, I do believe they're going to have another meeting. And so I'll see if I can't get some notes on that and uh, bring that to the podcast tomorrow. So great, great news. Um, so you guys, I know y'all all just love Stephen Colbert, right? Oh yes, yes. Well, I just ugh, almost want to throw up in my mouth when I say his name. But triple vaccinated, Stephen Colbert is forced off the air. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, story by Mike Fishmore. You can find that on MSN.com. Triple vaccinated Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Late night host Stephen uh, has contracted COVID-19 for the second time, causing a halt in the filming of his CBS show, The Late Show. The 57-year-old contracted the virus despite three doses of COVID-19 vaccine. Initially planning to record from home, Colbert later announced that he would be out for the rest of the week due to doctor's orders. Oh, yeah. Heather, be nice. I'm going to be nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's pretty dead burn funny if you ask me. Anywho. So, yeah, folks, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of things happening. Um, You know, I'm going to pull up Harbinger's Daily. If you guys are familiar with, you know, I like the Harbinger's Daily. It's a good website. Uh, live updates. Israel at war day 15. 1,400 plus Israelis killed. IDF increases strikes. Preparing for next phase of war. Folks, I'm telling you, things are about to happen. Things are about to happen. We got textbook wars are heating up in California as graphic book about incest comes to public attention. Folks, these are wicked, wicked garbage. This makes you want to puke. Okay. Despite their frenzy to keep Bibles and Christians literature out of government schools, radical leftists such as Governor Newsom and his allies in the legislature believe this sort of monstrous filth is appropriate and needed for children. Can you imagine? Can you can you imagine? This is beyond disturbing. If I lived in California, my kids would not be in a public school. I'll tell you that right now. Which my brother's kids are there, and they are not. And they are in Christian. They're in Christian schools. Praise God for that. Um, yeah. So anyway, regardless of what comes against Israel, God will keep his solemn promise to preserve them. And that is the truth. That is the truth. Short-lived support. The time will come when world opinion will once again turn against Israel. And folks, it's already happening. It is happening um, the tide is turning. All those poor Palestinians. Oh my gosh. You know what a Palestinian is? Yeah, nobody really does. Okay, I'm just telling you the truth. Read your Bible. 
And you'll know there's no such thing as a Palestinian today. Okay? Know it. Um, I think it's sad. Uh, and, and the guy was right even as he knows, this Yusef guy, he knows that this is the best thing for those people. Um, they elected Hamas to their government. That's, what, that's who they elected. And so I think, hopefully, um, they know better than that now because there are Christians in Gaza. There's, you know, there's Christians everywhere. There's Christians in North Korea, praise God. And do you know the atrocities that are happening in North Korea? What they People, oh gosh, you guys. And not only that, and in China, if you're a certain, this religious sect, they take you to prison and they just like remove organs from you. Folks, it's like nightmarish what happens over there. Oh, so much just wickedness in this world. Which reminds me, we are living in the end times. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that or not. I know you do. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you know we are living in the end times. <laughs> we are looking for Jesus every day. I'm looking for Jesus all day, every day. I'm like, any any minute now, I know he's going to snatch us out of here. Isn't that amazing? I could be sitting here talking, whoop, and we'd be gone. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be such amazing. That would be awesome. I wouldn't have to go to work on Monday morning. What? <laughs> I could go work for the Lord Jesus. Man, wouldn't that be awesome? Wow, which we're to work for the Lord every day anyway. Everything we do, we are to do to the glory of God. I know I got to tell myself that. I know, I know. But anyway, I was just saying, it'd be great. It would be great. Anyway, so I want to check out some articles here. You know, guys know him. I love him. It is Dean Dwyer. Yes, Dean Dwyer from Harbinger's Daily. And he's got a lot of great stuff. I don't know if you knew that or not. I know y'all know that. And he goes, beneath the banner, a nation's flag speaks volumes. That's his Berean review. That's what I like about him. My mama always told us to be Bereans. Anyway, he's got a lot of great things. Um, examining the dangerous counterfeit light of the New Age movement. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Let me talk about that. Mignoner, mignoners. So anyway, let's move right along, folks. You know him, you love him. I'm going to go check out. Where am I going? You know it, LeoHoman.com. H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. So, international lawyer and freedom advocate Reiner Fulmig seized by German government in Mexico. Ooh, German lawyer Reiner Fulmick, who had been working on a project known as the Second Nuremberg to hold the originators of the COVID bioweapon plot accountable, was seized over the weekend by German authorities in Mexico, where he and his wife had been staying. He was promptly flown to Germany and arrested. Mmm, there has been an update, folks. When he entered the embassy on Friday, there were six men waiting to detain him. The charges, as his attorney Dagmar Schoen found uh, found out when she received the official papers, were 30 pages long. So this was something carefully planned and executed. The charges are related to allegations of Vivian Fischer, or Fisher, a former team member of Fulmix on the a Corona committee who accused him of financial wrongdoing. Three people reportedly signed the charges against Reiner. Um, perhaps the craziest aspect of the charges is that the money Reiner allegedly took is in the bank account, or anyway was in the bank account of one of uh, the three people. Wow. So it wasn't his bank account, it was one of their bank accounts. Hmm. Technocracy.news editor-in-chief Patrick Wood, who has uh, worked in the past with Fulmic, is in getting out the truth about COVID, stated they lured him into the German embassy in, in, in Mexico where they kidnapped him. 
He was not arrested in Mexico because there is no extradition treaty between Mexico and Germany. According to an article uh, in Global Research, protests against the German government's actions are being planned by those who support Fulmink in his work. Fulmink heads up the International Crimes Investigation Committee, which is working to unveil the criminality surrounding the release of COVID and the extraordinary criminal response that engulfed basically every country in the world, including the mandating of toxic injections marketed as, quote, vaccines, unquote. Former president of the Asia Institute, Emmanuel Pasterek, stated in an article for Global Research, quote, what I do want to stress is that we must unite to support not only him, but thousands of people like him who are standing up against the efforts to turn governments into the puppets of corporations, international banks, and the billionaire class, the parasite class that lurks behind them. We know that if we do not... Uh, stop this effort to destroy the rule of law at every level to create a separate realm that belongs only to the very wealthy and powerful that we are guaranteed a global fascist system which we will if it can, which will if it can exterminate us in precisely the the way that was attempted in Europe in the 1940s he says i want to also stress that this effort to suppress someone working so hard to enforce the rule of law and to bring the truth to everybody at precisely the moment that a drive is on to start a world war between israel and iran including this including the united states and conceivably many other countries is no coincidence but in fact they are parallel he says what is an effort to force feed us war as the basis for law governance and the economy and the other is an attempt to destroy all the foundations for the rule of law and for rights of citizens for or for rights for citizens he further stated if we cannot name the crimes if we cannot identify the enemy there is no way that either beautiful words or rapid action can have can have any possible um positive outcome and we know all too well that these invisible powers have already set up for us a baited gambit giving us false choices whether it be between trump and biden or hamas and israel choices which are intended to confuse us and to divide us against each other so that we cannot come together in opposition to this domination of the entire world by the billionaire class could not have said that any better i don't think folks like I said before, if you're not following Amir on Telegram, you need to follow Amir on Telegram. A um, lot of stuff that you're not going to know because it most definitely is not, uh, it most definitely is not in the uh, mainstream media. None of this really is. So anyway, guys, uh, i tell you what, I've got a hair somehow hanging in front of my eye there. Okay, so um, anyway... I'm going to pull up a mirror here really quick. Another good one is in time, in time headlines, which is pretty good. I'm going to scroll down here to his, oh, Lebanese army. We located 25 grad rocket launchers. One of one of which is ready to be launched in the Sahel El Al Kalalia area in Southern Lebanon. That was earlier. Wow. You guys, um, if you're not following him, you definitely need to follow him. He says the Air- the Arab summit held by the Egyptian and Cairo ended in uh, severe disputes and abandonment. There is no joint summary message. Qatar uh, is in the axis of evil and it did not agree uh, to the Egyptians formulations. You guys can see them getting up and leaving there. Wow. Attacking in Syria is added to Lebanon, uh, Gaza and the West Bank. No doubt we're in a multi front war. That. Uh, was just posted 30 minutes ago. So it was from Amir. Um, 
Golly, you guys. Man, bad, bad thing, bad thing. Golly. Oh, I'm telling you folks, get in the word of God and let the word of God get in to you. If you see on here a sign at an anti-Israel rally in Europe today shows the star of David being thrown into the garbage and it says, keep the world clean. It's a white girl in Europe. Um, anti-Semitism everywhere, you guys. It's so it's it's sad. It's disheartening that uh, we see these things happening. Explosions at the headquarters of the Iranian Defense Forces in Ashrat Abad, uh, in the heart of Tehran. Oh wow! You can go check that out, um, folks. I tell you what, uh, you don't want to. Um, you don't want uh, to trust um, in your works if you think those are going to get you to heaven because they're not not going to get you to heaven. Uh, our works are like filthy rags. And I know there's a lot of religions out there, and there's some that claim to be Christianity that say the same thing. That's false. That's a false gospel. And uh, was the Apostle Paul said so they should be marked, and they should be in anathema, which means accursed they are here we have around 100,000 people have taken to the streets in London today for an anti-Israel protest complete jihadist takeover and uh, that's what happens when immigration fails you want to call it immigration but it's really not it's open door policy well there you have it right there the Metropolitan Police said boom 100,000 people buses can't even move and um, yeah that this is where your open door policy comes in Murdered and missing foreign nationals from 41 states. This is the states of Israel. And, uh, well, there's a lot of folks. Mike, Turkey, UK, Ukraine, USA, Ukrainian. This is Hamas terror attack, by the way. All these people. Austria, Cambodia. I don't have my glasses on. Let me see if I can pull this up a little clearer here, guys. Uh, China, let's see, Brazil, Eritrea, Italy, Panama, Romania, Thailand, Sudan, Uzbekistan, UK, Turkey, South Africa, uh, looks like Peru, uh, Latvia, France, Canada, Argentina, Australia, Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, uh, Belarus, Colombia, Ireland, Nepal, Portugal, Sri Lanka, Poland, Moldova, India, Philippines, Lithuania, uh, Germany, um, I'm missing Kazakhstan, Estonia, Cambodia, uh, Paraguay, Russia. So there you have it. Murdered and missing foreign nationals from 41 states. Uh, the state of Israel says Hamas terror attack. Official data on 74 missing people that is kidnapped or it is unclear what happened to them with foreign citizenships from more than 40 countries. Israel publishes these uh, data officially. So there it is right there, folks. Oh, my gosh. I just tell you. Failed rocket launches 550 since the beginning of the war. 
Well, we can praise the Lord for that. I'm telling you, the first 20 trucks were not inspected for weapons as Israel demanded, but Stephen Dujaric, the spokesman for the United, United Nations Secretary General, said uh, future aid convoys into Gaza will need to be inspected. There are scores of aid trucks still waiting on the Egyptian side of the border. <laughs> Seriously, just let them go. We're not even searching. All that's going on. Just, uh, folks. Anyway, I'm going to get off here, guys. Um, as always, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, Art, perhaps today, perhaps today, the Lord Jesus will come and call us all home. Wouldn't that be great? Um, and for those of you who do not have Jesus as your personal Savior, it's not going to be great for you guys. It's going to be soul crushing knowing what's coming for you. And if you don't know what's coming, read the book of Revelation Read the book of Daniel 9.27. You can start there if you wanted to. Um, Ezekiel, all kinds of prophetic um, books in the Bible. But Revelation is probably going to be your biggest cue. Yeah. Um, I've got a few podcasts out there, too. If you want to scroll back, I think you can search them. Um, and I talk about Revelation and Daniel and all that stuff. Uh, the great tribulation that will be coming upon the world. But if you are a Christian... We're not meant for God's wrath, and uh, praise God for that. Jesus took God's wrath on the cross for us in our place where we don't have to. And so when God looks at you, he doesn't see you as a, or me as a sinful, wretched person that I am. He sees me through his son, Jesus Christ. And so he sees me as if I've never sinned before. Isn't that amazing? That is so amazing. It's justification is what that's called in the Bible. And I remember it like this, just as if I've never sinned. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wonderful? So just remember that if you're a born-again, Bible-believing boy, how do you love Jesus and he's your Savior and you know it and you're sure of that, that when God looks at you, he doesn't see you. Isn't that amazing? I was like, ah, this is so amazing. But when, it, you know, in Ephesians uh, 6.10, where the Bible tells you, the Apostle Paul's like, we got to put on, put on the breastplate of righteousness. We put on the helmet of salvation and we're putting on the, you know, we're actually putting on Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? And so when God sees us, he doesn't see us. He sees us as if we've never sinned. Wow, isn't that amazing? That right there should bring some joy to your heart. That's an encouraging word for my brothers and sisters out there. And just know if you're Christians, we are all family. We are all family. I don't care where you're at, we are all family. And if you, if you need prayer, please do not hesitate to give me a shout send me an email at heather at um bible prophecy for today.com that is the number four when you're topping that up you can also go to the website bible prophecy for today.com um and you can send me a message there if you need prayer whatever you need please send me some send me some contact i would love to pray for you today um one other thing i want to throw out there my sweet sweet friend can uh, uh kathy Lost her little dog, Shiloh. Oh, Shiloh was about, I want to say 14. Anyway, she lost her daddy a couple years ago. And um, she takes care of her parents. And she took care of her daddy until he passed away. She's taking care of her mama, who has a lot of health problems. Um, She's a wonderful, wonderful woman of God. And I'll tell you what, when it says, honor thy mother and thy father, that's a, that's a commandment from God. But it also comes with a blessing. And so um, know that. So, children out there, if you are listening, uh, read the Bible because the Bible says to honor your mama and your daddy. Um, 
And because uh, if you don't, there's some bad things that are going to happen to you. Um, <laughs> but if you do, there's some wonderful things that will happen to you. So, um, and if you're reading a Catholic Bible, that is garbage. <laughs> Get a real Bible. Mm. And I can tell you how you know the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Thou shalt have no graven image of me. Mm. The Catholics conveniently take that out of their Bible. Mm. Yes, they do. In the 10th commandment, uh, they split it in two, and that's how they get nine and 10. And we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, folks, do some research. Do some research. But anyway, with that, I really am in Texas because they buy at least two, three times. Okay, I'm going to say it's the South. That's what we do. That's how we do things in the South, okay? <laughs> anyway, I love all of you guys. I'm praying for every one of you. Um, I thank you guys so very much for listening to me ramble on. And uh, do what I think God has called me to do. Sound an alarm. Tell the world that Jesus is coming soon. And you don't want to be left behind. And to read your Bibles. Read, knock the dust off. Blow it off. I don't care. Write on there. Read me. I don't care. If you just read a paragraph. and I don't care. what whatever, Just get into the word of God. It's not a quantity. It's a quality. You know what I mean? Not equality, folks. Don't be throwing that. Heather said no. Quality. Quality time with the Lord. If you just read one sentence over and over and over again, you meditate on it and talk to the Lord about that, boom. That is reading the Word of God. doesn't have to be, I read 15 chapters last night in Jeremiah. No. <laughs> if you want to, that's great. Hey, go for it. Um, but it's quality time with the Lord, spending time meditating on his word. So it's not a speed read thing, you know, unless you do speed read and your brain works that way. Hey, go for it. Um, but I meditate on the word. God, so it takes me a little longer to chew on the word of God. Um, and so don't think because you can't read the Bible in a year or you can't, whatever it takes you longer to get through the Bible because you want to study the word of God. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. The Bible says, study the word to show yourself approved. Boom. Hello. Always have an answer to give somebody when they ask you, you know, hey, why are you a Christian? Why do you love Jesus? Isn't he, isn't he just some dude from history? I'm like, you know, really? You ever have people ask you stuff like that? Have, have the reason. Have, have it in your heart what to tell people. If you don't know the word of God, what are you going to tell them? Well, he, you know, I, he, uh. <laughs> and if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, don't be afraid to say, hey, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know. That Jesus loves me, and he died for me, and he saved me, and he can save you too from hell. You know, he can make you a brand new person like he made me, a brand new creature in Christ. He can do that for you too. Everything you've ever done can be washed away in his blood like as if you never sinned. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I'm telling you, I love it. I love his word. I love God. And if you read John, you're going to know that Jesus is the word of God. <laughs> oh, I just want people to love the word of God like I love the word of God. I want people to love Jesus like I love Jesus. Love God like I love God. You know, I don't want anybody to be left behind. That's my thing. I don't want anybody to be left behind. And I don't want anybody not to know Jesus right now. There's no reason that you have to be in this world by yourself. If you have Jesus as your Savior, you're never alone. 
He is always with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. And that is a promise of his in the word of God. He will never leave you and never forsake you. Isn't that amazing? He's a, he, he sticks closer than a brother. Cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. You don't have to carry that burden anymore. If you're overseas somewhere or you're in another country or you're here in the United States and your parents, your friends have disowned you because you've become a Christian and you have followed Christ. And that's part of picking up your cross and following Christ. If that's happened, don't worry about that. I know it's hard, but know this. Jesus Christ loves you and will never leave you and he will never forsake you. He says, cast your cares on him for he cares for you. And if you're afraid Hey, there's a ver- there are 365 verses in the Bible. Fear not is what it says. So isn't that amazing? God knows. Jesus knows everything that you're going through. He went through it. You know, he came, he lived as a man. He's a all God, all man. He lived the perfect sinless life and he was tempted and he went through trials and he saw his best friend. So, I mean, don't think he doesn't know. He knows our our Savior, our God came to live a life. He lived it perfectly and sinlessly, but he took sin upon himself. He who knew no sin took sin upon himself. Isn't that amazing? All these other false idols and false religions out there, none of them do any of that. They're all dead. They're all stone and wood and there's nothing, you know, nothing there. But not one of them ever did anything like that. And like, you know, all these people are like, well, I hope, I hope, I hope I'll make it to heaven. I hope, really. I know I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven because Jesus told me so in his word. I am sealed into the day of redemption. And made the Holy Spirit seals me and you, if you're a believer, until the day of redemption. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. People think God's up there like throwing down lightning bolts. Oh, look, he said, bam, I got him. You know, that's not how that works. <laughs> So I think it's not, hey, it just works. No, he loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son, his only son, to come and die a horrific death on the cross. He took the wrath of God, Jesus did, so that you and I didn't have to, because there's no other way. There's no other way to make it. Isn't that amazing? To make it to heaven. And uh, I just, it just, oh my gosh, it's just a it's so overwhelming it's just uh, it's just so hard to fathom but one day one day we will be in heaven with the lord jesus christ one day and when all hell is breaking loose here on earth i'm telling you the seven years of tribulation we will be like we're with the seven year we the marriage supper of the lamb is what's gonna be happening with us so that's what we're gonna be <laughs> eating whatever we want that's gonna be amazing i'm gonna have ice cream <laughs> I'm going to have ice cream that I'm going to have when I get up there. <laughs> oh, you guys. I tell you what, I love you guys. And, uh, man, I, uh, I just want everybody to know the Lord Jesus. And I pray that today is a day of salvation for you guys. And if you do know the Lord, I'll tell you what, man, praise and worship him. And tomorrow, Tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, be in the house of the Lord tomorrow. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, the Sabbath doesn't really, you know, and I don't care what everybody says. I 
um, have been convicted by the Holy Spirit here lately because I haven't been honoring the Sabbath. And so I thought, you know what? Mm. So last week I was like, it ends. So Sundays are for the Lord for me. And whatever day, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. People just go to be, it doesn't have to be whatever. You set aside one day, one day to rest and to worship the Lord. I'll tell you what, it'll make a big difference in your life. All right, guys. So once again, (laughs) get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. May God bless each and every one of you. Go out and tell somebody about the love of Jesus today before it's too late.